When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 7, Episode 47. This is Writing Excuses, and this week we are raising the stakes. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Dan. I'm Mary. And I'm getting scared. There's a bomb in our microphones. Ah! Okay. They're very one small microphones. We have to talk in 50 miles four of an our hour. Microphones. Or... <laughs> um, okay. Wait, this so... one's about vampires, right? No, no. This... Raising stakes. <laughs> this is actually about raising stakes. to plunge No, no, no. It's, it's about uh, Wall Street and... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it's about a Wait, chef. we're not grilling? Ranching, raising, ranching the stakes. Mormon populations, and okay. Um, (laughs) Wait, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, raising the stakes. Um, This is we're going to talk about how to do this, and we specifically, actually, despite what that intro said, want to focus more on how to raise the stakes without causing things to explode, Um, because we do talk a lot about raising the stakes by putting people more in danger. But there are a lot of different types of stories and a lot of different types of plots. So we will start with kind of the the low-hanging fruit, as we commonly do, and talk about raising the stakes that way. But keep in mind, as the podcast continues, we'll try to get away from that. Um, Why is it important to raise stakes? Come on, this is softball. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Um, because that's how you keep people reading. Okay. If... Uh, there has to be something at stake. There has to be something at risk. Something there has that matters. To be, yeah, something that matters, uh, something we care about. Um, and the easy one, the one that most, uh, most adventure fiction, at least, yeah. uh, reaches for is, oh, no, somebody's going to die. Yep. And then, oh, no, lots of somebodies are going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the basic concept with this is, your hook at the beginning, you want to start with the conflict and someone in danger. And so, you know, the basic action... He- um, adventure thing would be hook, oh no, our hero is in danger. Escalation number one, oh no, somebody else is in danger, the president is in danger, he needs to save the president. Oh no, it's actually actually a nuclear weapon that's going to blow up the entire Senate while the president is giving a speech to them. And that's kind mm-hmm. of your escalation. We raise the stakes as we go. Yeah, well, and the variation of that same formula that you see in a lot of action movies is the final raising of stakes is not one is not expanding but right. narrowing the scope. Right. Now you know his now daughter it's by daughter. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. it's it's personal in the last mm-hmm. act. Yeah. Yes, and often almost always, again, raising stakes, if you put a child at risk, it's it's again low hanging yes. fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right, and you can actually see that, like the X-Men movie is a great way to do this, the first one. You know, it kind of starts off X-Men in danger, and then it's, oh no, all of the, the senators are in danger. Oh no, it's the young girl who was from our team um, that, you know, mm -hmm. that is now in danger and we need to save her. She's um, a vampire now. <laughs> well, and, and one of the things, and this can transition nicely into the other ways to raise stakes, mm -hmm. one of the mm -hmm. reasons that the, the girl in yeah. danger, the, the, oh, it's my child, is because it gets personal and because it matters more to the character. Right. And that's something that you see in a lot of smaller scale dramas where it's not someone's life that's at stake, right. but someone's reputation, someone's job, just someone's emotional well-being is the thing that's at stake. And... and the way you get to that point is by making it more personal. Okay, can we do this for Pride and Prejudice? Sure. How are the stakes raised in Pride and Prejudice? So one of the, in Pride and Prejudice, um, you know, the, the, the big question is uh, whether or not they're going to get married. Yes. You know. um, so Elizabeth Bennet. Yeah, we start off, Elizabeth Bennet, oh no, is she going to get married? Right. And, you know, and there's this Darcy guy and he mm -hmm. annoys her. And, um, whether or not she's going to impress him, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's... That's low stakes. Low stakes. Low no stakes. One, mm -hmm. No one really cares at this point. Yeah. As soon as she realizes that she might care for him, mm -hmm. Jane Austen raises the stakes by having Lydia run away right. with someone that he hates. Yep. Which then makes it impossible for her to marry him. Mm-hmm. And so she she raises the stakes that way by introducing something that is both personal because it's Lizzie's sister right and also creates a direct conflict so even if she rescues her sister mm-hmm um, she is this is one of those yes but scenarios mm -hmm. that I talk about so much can they rescue her yes but she has now aligned herself with someone that will make Mr. Darcy's uh, find Jane's whole, I mean, uh, Elizabeth's yeah. whole family repugnant. Right, exactly. Um, and, and how is the final escalation? The final escalation for me in that book is the, you know, it gets very personal between her and him. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it even gets away from the family drama. And gets, it gets right back to now we care a lot about her, and now we actually really like him yes. because of things he's done. And the final stake is can they kind of get together? Can they overcome these things? So... Mm -hmm. um, what other types of stories, that's a romantic story, what other types of stories involve ratcheting up the tension in, in different ways? What about, you know, like a political drama? Uh, I don't write political dramas. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're the one that anytime you can just blow something oh, up. Oh, yeah, I'm always, I'm always blowing something. You know what, let me give you an example from uh, current events, uh, which are no longer current for you, fair listener. Uh, the Utah and Colorado wildfires. Yes. Um, we've had some wild, wildfires uh, here in Utah, and the first set of wildfires were out in Eagle Mountain, and we have several author friends, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Bob Defendi, Jake Black, uh, Eric, Eric James, James Stone, Stone, all live out in Eagle Mountain, and, you know, oh, wildfires over on the other side of the lake, I don't really care. Oh, wait, I have friends there. It matters to me. Right. Um, the wildfires in Colorado, Kevin J. Anderson, friend of ours, mm -hmm. uh, was tweeting about the wildfires. And then I looked at a picture on the news of a subdivision that looked very similar to the one I live in, you know, with little loopy cul-de-sacs and whatever. And it's just ash. Ash and the shape of streets. And I looked at that and realized, one, okay, it's tragic that many of these people have lost their homes, but the tension is ratcheted up for me 
because the homes look similar to mine, and this is in the town where my friend Kevin lives. Right. And as I looked at that, I thought, wow, this is, this is, if I were writing this as a book, that's exactly how I would do it in order to ratchet up the tension. And then if you are at Kevin's house seeing, you know, seeing flames over the fence, you know, you're headed into your climax. Right. And this, this works very well with some of the things we've been talking about in recent podcasts, for, for instance, the seven-pointer and things like this, where any, gen, any story outline that you'll get, any sort of generic story outline, will have several points that are basically saying raise the stakes here. Uh, whether it's the Hollywood formula, whether it's you know three-act formula, whatever it is, there will be a point they say, okay, now raise the stakes. Um, I will reiterate to the listeners, a lot of the times I'm not doing this consciously when I'm writing books. I'm going with what feels right for the story. And sometimes when I'm building the outline, I'm like, all right, I need things to become more tense here. I need to raise stakes. But when I'm writing stories, I don't do this naturally. I, I do this naturally. I don't do this consciously. Um, but it is something to be aware of and learn how to do. But in the books that you, some of the, the first books yeah. you wrote, you know, your, your first right. three, that uh, they're all still trunk novels at this right. point, and aren't they? They may not have been done that right. well, and if you were to go back and rework those stories, you'd right. recognize, oh, I neglected to raise the stakes here in Act yeah. 2, and I neglected to release tension here. And... and I'm not saying don't pay attention to this. We're doing the podcast so you can listen to yeah. it. What I'm saying to you is take all this stuff in, write, and hopefully we will help you to learn as you're writing to look at your, your piece and say something's wrong here, something's broken. Oh, wait, my in investment for my characters is not high enough. My investment for my reader is not high enough. I need to raise the stakes um, and talk about how to do it. Yeah, and I think one of the things when you're raising the stakes is that it's not necessarily the action. Right. It is the character's response to the action that is the thing that raises the stakes. Yep. And a lot of the times it's, it's very tempting to have it be an external thing where you, you look at it and you think, there's not enough at stake here, there's not enough tension. And frequently it's not, well, I need to have something worse happen. Right. It's that I need to make it matter more. A lot of times right. it means going back earlier in the book mm -hmm. and making something matter more to the character. You know, the, the, uh, the character who rescues a dog, eh, you know. Right. But a dog that you've established earlier as being someone that she's fond of, right. that's, that raises the stakes. It's, it's making it intimate. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howard, let's do our book of the week. You were going to do uh, Mike Cole? Oh, yes. Sorry. I, I completely blanked, which is not a good thing to do. Um, I met Mike Cole at uh, Lunacon, and he's a Writing Excuses listener, and his debut novel, uh, Control Point, um, Control Point, Shadow Ops, I'm not sure how it's listed Shadow in Ops Audible. Control Point. Shadow Ops, Control Point. Um, his debut novel is military fiction, uh, blended with urban fantasy. You have uh, a world very much like our own, you know, near future, near future fiction um, in which magic has broken loose again on the planet and, and at least in the United States, uh, it's, been, it's being regulated via martial law. And our hero is somebody who hunts down uh, unregulated wizards uh, for the military, and our uh, first raising of the stakes is when uh, his power breaks loose, he suddenly has a magic power, and it's one of the ones on the Kill Him Now list. There you go. Great story. I loved it. I have never had a, uh, read a story in which the protagonist made so many horrible, despicable sorts of mistakes, and yet I still loved him all the way through the book. It's it's really a rock and read. And you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse and start off a free trial of the of Audible subscription service. Um, all right, I've got a list of here of a few more things that we you could raise stakes on that do not involve people in danger. And I want to talk about them. The first one that occurred to me was reputation. Yes. How can you raise the stakes for a character's reputation? Well, you can have well, you talked about political. Off. You talked well. You <laughs> talked about political thrillers. The yeah. uh, the smear on the mm -hmm. uh, the person who's attempting to get reelected, and if they can't get reelected, then there's the legislation that's right. you know critical to uh, whatever. Well, uh, I, I would say it could be even it's like we we're talking about kind of grand scale scope and things like that, which is great. This is the type of stories I usually like to write. But you can bring this down. Uh, uh, you know, a high school drama. Yeah, high school drama. Your reputation in the neighborhood is um, everything. Your neighbors and what they think of you. Um, these sorts of things can be really personal and emotional. A lot and of uh, anime and manga. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, I don't want to I don't want to just point to the magical princess right. sorts of stories, but a lot of the anime and manga for uh, for that age group is all about how the girls are perceived by their friends. Yep. And a little slight on reputation is a great stake raiser. Um, yeah, I played with uh, reputation a lot in the John Cleaver books um, because one of the things that most concerns John Cleaver is is his secrecy. He doesn't mm -hmm. want anyone to know what he knows or what he is. And so he spends all of his time, you know, trying to fight the bad guys, but more importantly, fighting them in a way that no one will ever see. And yep. so every threat to that Every, every time he thinks that he's going to lose it and someone will find out what he's doing uh, matters a lot to him. And so small things that 
wouldn't be a big deal in any other action movie or horror movie are a huge deal for him. You can do this, I mean, um, uh, you've got the cop who's like staked everything on being right on this. And if it turns out, you know, they, they come and say, okay, you're on the line. We none of us believe you're right in this investigation, what, the lead you're following. This is your reputation. And that can make it very personal. It, well, it's very mm -hmm. common in the cop dramas to yeah. have the captain say, you blew it, you're off the case. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, the stakes have been raised twice. Right. Once, uh, you know, once against reputation, and once we've said, hey, this problem you were trying to solve, you're not involved in the solution, and we, the reader, have been convinced that you're still the only person who can solve it. Well, right. and, well the thing that that points to is that there is a consequence from the loss of reputation. Yeah. That, the, that, the, that you've raised the stake by putting the reputation on the line, and that there is a consequence. Yeah. Well, and the next one on my list is livelihood, which is very deeply tied to this. I well, think you can put someone's livelihood on the line. The, mm -hmm. the thing I wanted to point out is that uh, raising the stakes like this not it, it also affects uh, the character's actions. You yes. know, mm -hmm. we're talking about a cop whose reputation is on the line because they might be proven wrong. All of a sudden, they are sorely tempted to falsify evidence, right, or do something like that, and so it becomes a big moral quandary mm -hmm. as well, which raises the stakes even well, further. Well, one of my favorite stories of all time is Les Misérables, and whether or not you know Jean Valjean trying to keep his daughter from finding out that he was once imprisoned, that he's lived a life of lies is a huge motivation for a good half of the book. And it's all reputation. There's reputation with one person, but when those stakes are raised, you're there emotionally with him. Yeah, with the, one other thing with the reputation, mm -hmm. just looking at smaller yeah. scale things, going back to high school um, or, or neighborhood, yeah. if, you, you know, if you get a reputation for, uh, for lying or something like that, and that moment when your neighbor turns, your back, turns her back on you, that's that's a very small scale thing, but it can be as intensely painful yep. to your character as the cop who loses his reputation. Mm -hmm. Or the um, if you know all you want to do is make the swim team, and you've practiced so hard, and you're great, and you have these dreams. You know the dreams, putting the dreams on the line yes. as part of livelihood. It can be so personal. It you know, it can be as emotional as you know the the world exploding, or more mm -hmm. far more emotional than a Michael Bay explosion to have. You know, the girl or boy who's trained so hard to make the swim team fail. Yeah. Um, yeah. Had a friend who uh, uh, injured his shoulder, uh, senior year, football player, mm -hmm. um, and it changed his whole life. You know, you're writing a sports novel um, or some sort of novel in which our protagonist is a sports player and a small injury mm -hmm. can completely change your career and... Uh, and Part what of the I would, reason I'm a writer is because I had a wrist injury and uh, sidelined me from puppetry for two years. I would suggest that one thing to keep in mind is we, we're using the generic um, sort of place where you would story would you put these in. I would suggest that one of the great ways to have an interesting and engaging plot that doesn't feel generic is to take these and transpose them. Right in your epic fantasy story, you know, the, the, the reputation sort of things that we're talking about mm -hmm. or, you know, put into your, um, into your cop drama instead, you know, mental health. Mental health stakes can be raised. Are you going mad or are you not going mad? Right. I mean, the Wheel of Time, one of the most wonderful things that works about it is not just, the stakes aren't just, hey, these, if you have the magic powers, you're in trouble. It's, as you use this magic, you will go insane and kill everyone you love. And it's that loss of control mm -hmm. can be a stake that is raised. Yes. Uh, we are out of time. I'm sure you can think of others. In fact, I'm going to make that your writing prompt. 
I want you to think of some sort of stake that can be raised that's, that we haven't talked about here. Something that you can do that's, a, that's emotionally powerful to your character, but does not involve explosions, reputation, livelihood, or mental health. Um, and then see how you can raise the stakes in a short sequence for that character. You're out of excuses. Uh, sorry about your mental health. Now go right. Hi all, this is Brandon. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I just wanted to give you a special reminder. Audible has my novella Legion up for free in audiobook. And so, since they're a sponsor of the podcast, I thought I'd give an extra shout-out to it. They actually have, if you go to www.audible.com slash Sanderson, uh, they have Legion up there. You, there's no trial. There's no strings attached. You just get it for free. So, I hope you guys go get a, give it a listen if you haven't already. And you can go to audible.com slash Sanderson to download it and give it a try. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.